2: Thank you, everyone, for joining us today uh, on this webinar, How to Start a Thriving Data Privacy Career. We've got some amazing guests um, who will be speaking to you today. Um, It's now my pleasure to start introducing um, the guests that we've got today. Um, So firstly, I'd like to introduce uh, Tahir Latif. Uh, Tahir is an expert global data protection and privacy professional who has directed, advised and led complex programs of change across multiple industry sectors to implement and embed best practice data protection to meet the needs of the business. Accredited to the Fellowship of Information Privacy and project lead of the NIST Privacy Working Group, responsible for conceptualizing and drafting the revised global privacy framework. Welcome, Tahir. Thank you for joining us.
3: Thank you for that fantastic introduction, Jamila.
2: No problem. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, next up, we are privileged to have Samara with us. So Samara Starkman is the managing partner and co-founder of Inc Consulting and a partner at Inc Law. Concentrating her practice on privacy-based data governance, health and technology, Samara regularly advises clients on a wide range of matters related to privacy, compliance, health law, and technology licensing. In her work, Samara provides both practical and strategic advice to assist organisations with responsible compliant innovation. Prior to joining Inc, Samara was a sole practitioner with clients that included major Ontario hospitals, pharmaceutical companies, health tech startups, and multinational telecommunications companies. Previously, she led the Privacy Department at an Ontario provincial agency. In addition to her practice, Samara has taught privacy law at two major Canadian universities and is the creator of the Privacy Officer Blueprint, and we'll hear more about that later. Thank you so much for joining us, Samara. Thanks for having me. And last, but uh, by no means least, we have Jamal, who is a global privacy consultant who provides guidance and training in data protection to B2B businesses looking to safeguard their data. He also mentors privacy professionals looking to get confidence, credibility and clarity to further their careers. He has been awarded the Fellow of Information Privacy by the IAPP and has been published by Thomson Reuters, Euronews, The Independent, Daily Express and other leading industry publications. He's delivered training to people across 130 plus countries, delivered privacy solutions across six continents and has trained professionals at the world's leading organization, including Facebook, UBS and more. He has guested on a variety of podcasts and also hosts his own, the Privacy Pros podcast, which you may recognize my voice from, which is ranked number one data privacy podcast and top three GDPR podcasts. Jamal is super passionate about inspiring individuals to become high-performance, world-class privacy professionals, and his Privacy Pros Academy has been life-changing for many of his mentees, and we'll be hearing from one of those mentees a bit later on. Welcome, Jamal. Thank you for joining us. Um,
0: Jamila, thank you very much for such a
2: lovely introduction. And Jamal, you've kind of, you've had mentees from lots of different backgrounds. Um, How have you seen them transition into privacy from what
0: they've um, been experienced in before? Yes, look, I've seen hundreds of uh, people coming in from all different backgrounds. And sometimes people come to me and say, hey, Jamal, uh, look, I've been doing, I've been working as a business analyst for like the last 12 years and I've got to a level where I'm actually quite happy, but I'm a bit bored and I'm looking for something else. But I'm thinking of privacy, it looks very interesting. I've been listening to your podcast and it's fascinating, but I don't want to start again at the bottom. I don't want to go and start an entry level job. I've got used to this level of lifestyle. Um, If anything, I want to go beyond that. And that is a big sticking point for a lot of people. But let me tell you categorically, when you come to privacy, there is no starting off at the bottom. If you have experience in enterprise, if you have experience in retail, if you have experience in operations, whatever experience you have, it's up to you to make the most of those soft skills. And what you're going to discuss is 50% of privacy is understanding the theory, the technical knowledge, but that one is so, isn't going to get you anywhere. And the people that join my accelerator program, they're the people that are stuck with the theory, but they can't shift the career. Where the real magic happens, and Tahir is a big fan of this, and I can see him learning, he's going to tell us a lot more about this, is the soft skills, right? That's what makes the difference between an average privacy pro to a thriving privacy pro. It's being able to have those conversations with those stakeholders. It's being able to operationalize and implement pragmatic solutions, not crossing the I's and eyes dotting the I's and crossing the D's. That doesn't help. And that's why sometimes you find people with very strong legal backgrounds struggling a little bit. And recently I had a conversation with somebody who had three masters in law, right? And they was like, look, I'm stuck in my career. I don't have the confidence. When it comes to board meetings, I don't feel like speaking up because I have all this theory and I did great academically. But now that I'm in this role, I actually I don't know how to do this stuff. I don't know how to implement it. I don't know what it means. So when you come with all of the operational background, when you come with all of those soft skills that you've developed in whichever career, you're coming to the privacy industry with all of that skill, with all of that value, and you're bringing that to the table, and then you add the privacy knowledge and the know-how and the practical understanding of it, and now you're super valuable. So you're not going to start at the bottom. You're going to jump across, start where you are, or even more, uh, earn, earn a lot more than that because, look, everyone will tell you the privacy industry is very rewarding, and it's rewarding financially, and it's very rewarding from, a, from an actual giving that point of view as well. The thing that I love most, and I'm going to come back to your initial question, is what is it that we do as privacy professionals? I see my role as being somebody who is there to empower businesses to adopt honest privacy practices by finding solutions that help them to inspire trust, cultivate confidence, and ultimately maximize their impact on the globe. And the reason I do that is to fulfill the vision that we have at Casey and Privacy Experts of making sure that every woman, every man, and every child on this planet can enjoy the right to choose uh, how their personal information is used.
4: Jamal, I just want to challenge you a little bit on one thing. Those soft skills. So I used to use that term all the time. And somebody corrected me and said, they're the hard skills. They're not the soft ones. So if you have those skills, then those are the ones that are going to be the most valuable. And I think, you know, we're all talking about the same things. But it really put into perspective those, um, you know, those what we call soft skills and how challenging and how, you know, more difficult they are sometimes than actually even knowing uh, the the law itself. So, so just another way of looking at it.
0: Absolutely.
3: I stand corrected for the record. Hard skills. And also, Jamal, uh, as you've said, don't put your privacy career on hold for fear of either feeling in, inadequately qualified with a either a law degree or a, or a degree in a different, you know, um, subject Privacy is bringing the knowledge that you already have in your career, be it in retail, financial, or in healthcare. You're already an expert within within your domain because you know what are the personal data touch points that you collect, right? So if you add on to that, your um, privacy knowledge that you have or the privacy knowledge that you can acquire, and then are able to communicate effectively and enthusiastically, with your stakeholders that will certainly bring you to the forefront of privacy within your organization communication is key right privacy is uh, you know it's a, it's a compliance era could be viewed as being a little bit dry but bring your passion to it bring your enthusiasm with uh, to the uh, to the fore engage with stakeholders talk to them to the about the importance of privacy and your your own profile will definitely be raised internally within the organization as someone that can deliver a program of change.
4: I was also thinking, you know, I, we often talk about privacy, not just in terms of compliance, but trust. So a lot of the time when we're talking to business, the the words that really resonate are around trust and trust of our customers. And privacy is such a key component of that.
3: I agree. I will say to everyone who approaches me for advice on privacy, don't let a degree hold you back or not having a degree hold you back. Mm -hmm. Acquire the knowledge. Be passionate. Um, Join a network and then move forward. Don't wait for two or three years to get a degree or, or to get a master's in law. Start your journey now
2: that's great advice thank you start your journey so um for people who are lacking experience when they're job searching but entry-level um positions are demanding things like three years of experience how are you supposed to get into the data privacy field
3: um as the job market is growing employers now are being more demanding as to the the minimum requirements now um Having three years in privacy, as you know, as 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 a newbie or as a junior position, is going to be almost impossible. Um, but the key is to 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 persist and put what elements of privacy you've you've done in your current role, if at all. So if you worked in retail, then you're familiar with the kind of data that you've collected from the the point of sale. If you've worked in marketing, right? Have you run your marketing campaigns? Have you always kept on top of the um, consents required? for that marketing, if you've worked in healthcare, by right, being being cognizant of the data that's captured uh, within the healthcare field, ensuring that the data is kept secure, not giving access to that data to other members of staff or to um, extended members of the family. So bring your experience and articulate that clearly on the CV. The CV, is what will be received by the HR department. That has to be clearly articulated, and bring across your passion within the CV as well. Write, you know, write a, a very strong covering letter. Um, it's easy just to send over your CV and think, well, that's done, and let's wait for a response." Write a strong covering letter, really putting across your passion, and you know, someone in HR will say, "It's certainly worth um, putting this person through on our shortlist, and let's let's take that to an interview." That's great
4: advice. I think customizing your your uh, CV and your cover letter to the audience is so important because it also shows the interest um, and anything that you could be doing to show your interest in the field. I think is going to be what gets you through that door. So you know, attending conferences, meet with people that um, are. In the field, you know, do some networking, it's always helpful to talk to people who are already there and start to get involved in some of these communities. So despite not having um, the training, or perhaps some of the experience, you know, draw those things out as Tahir said, get to know people who are already doing what you're doing um, and talk to them and then demonstrate that through things like training, um, conference attendance, certifications, that, that sort of thing. I think all anything you could do to demonstrate that you are genuinely interested in this
0: um, is, is really important. And I say this every single podcast and until people pay me £5,000, they don't actually do it, right? They join the x for and they do it, but to give this information for free, nobody pays attention. Every time we post a podcast, listen to the podcast, post your three to five key takeaways and thank the guests for sharing them with you. That already puts you on LinkedIn as someone who's passionate about privacy, you're adding value, you're sharing your insights, you're showing your intelligence, you're showing the fact that you're actually willing to take a step forward and share things and you're creating stuff. So that's what I went to work for those companies. You need to come from a completely different angle to everyone else, especially if you're pivoting your career. You don't have the experience that they're looking for, but you've demonstrated the competence because of the certifications or something else. They've seen something they like about you on your LinkedIn from your personal branding. They see the enthusiasm. Now they want to know, well, are you going to stay here? Do you actually want to work for us or are you just trying to see what fits? And people talk to me and they say, you know what, Jamal, I apply for three jobs every single day. And I said, if you get those interviews, how would you know what are you going to say to at those interviews? Right. They're like, well, it's a numbers game. Guys, it's not a numbers game. It's all about quality. It's all about making sure that you position yourself as the thing that's going to bring the most value to that role. And if you're not doing that, that's where you're going wrong. There is no numbers game. Numbers game is for losers that you're know you hitting and hoping. You need to stand tall and be confident. I am somebody who is worth this reward. I am someone who's going to make an impact for this company. I'm someone who's going to come in and help you to shape the company in a way where we're going to inspire confidence, cultivate trust, and you can't afford not to have me on your team because you don't want me going and uh, doing that for your competition that's who you need to be when you get to the table and those are the people you'll get a phone call within a few hours saying listen the, the, the your recruitment's gonna say they want to make you an offer they love you so much and it's those people who pay attention that you see going from here all the way to here and everyone else sitting there thinking how did that happen pay close attention but there's no point just making all of these notes i know a lot of what you're gonna do you're gonna make all of the notes and then you're just gonna sit on it for the next six months don't do that take action Right. One of the things you'll see on my LinkedIn post is I'm always telling people to take action because I like rewarding action takers. Right. And sometimes you'll see me doing some crazy giveaways, giving stuff out for free is because I know it's the action takers who are actually going to put their hand up, fill out the email and do the stuff. Right. It's very easy for me just to give everyone stuff. But the thing is, 90% of people are not going to actually do anything with it. It's the 10% who are action takers who will actually follow through. And they're the ones that will get all of the help from me, from Samara, from Tahir. But you guys need to put yourself there in a position where you're actually open to being coached open to being mentored and open to being guided to have a thriving career in privacy. Jimmy, Uh, I'm going to introduce
2: Tahir number two um, who is Tahir Chowdhury. He's a graduate of the Privacy Pros Academy and prior to joining the academy he had no real knowledge of data privacy. He had never had a salary-based job and always been self-employed. He'd never had a real CV never applied for a job and never had a job interview. But now following the Privacy Pros Academy, he's a SIPI certified and he has an amazing career as a data protection manager. So I'm going to hand over to Tahir.
5: Hi, th- thank you, Jamila.
2: So t- tell us a little bit more about um, what made you want to join the academy and um, how you felt um, starting a new, a new journey.
5: Um. I wanted to make a change. Um, I've always been like, uh, I've always been self-employed. I've been in the restaurant industry, then in the taxi industry. I just wanted to make a change into the professional industry. Um, I've One of my cousins, he actually went through the whole uh, Privacy Pros Academy. He, with no experience, he got into the industry. So he pushed me, I got into, I spoke with Jamal, had a whole interview process with himself. I thought it was gonna be a bit easier, but yeah, he asked a load of questions to get through. Um, And he took the opportunity with me and said, and I started from there, that was in the end of October, I think, and from there, it's been such a huge change for myself. I never knew I'd be in this kind of position, but um, I thought, I'm gonna try my best. Um, Jamal's sort of, showing me the way he said, do this, do this, do this. That's what i done. And I've become a data protection manager in six months from no experience. Like, um, I'm pretty sure I'm the only person with the least amount of experience that has got a, through the Privacy Pros Academy that has got a job, I think, um, so yeah.
2: Wow, that's absolutely amazing that you've gone from, you know, no experience to now becoming a, a manager. Was there anything that you thought maybe you were a bit nervous about before joining? Is there anything that you were kind of holding back a bit on?
5: I was nervous about everything. <laughs> um, but um, I think one of the first lessons we had was on mindset training. And that was the biggest change for me. Um, from what a fixed mindset to a growth mindset can be all state, as Mark Um But. Yeah, it just opened my eyes. Before, I was like, I haven't got a degree. Um, I didn't finish uni. Um, I've always been in the restaurant industry. I I wasn't, I didn't feel like I could achieve much. But when he showed that it's actually possible, if you put your mind to it, you can do anything. And I'm 100%, you can do anything you want to do. My um line manager who hired me, they At first, she was like, nah, she, he doesn't have enough skill. He might have a certificate, but there's other people that have um, a lot more skill. But then once she actually came to interview me, she was like, yes, we have to have him. So it's about if you, you just have to speak and have that kind of communication.
0: that yes. thank you so much for your time. And if there was one thing that you wanted to leave everyone with, what would that
5: be? Push yourself to start, Because if you don't start, it's just going to drag on and you won't. Um, Achieve what you want to achieve. So yeah,
2: just great. Thank you so much, uh, Tahir, for sharing um, your experience. Right. So next on our list, and we've had so many questions um, about this topic, is certifications. Um, I'm going to come to you, Tahir, for this one. Are all certifications created equal?
3: Certainly not. Um, Choose your certification very carefully. There's an abundance of data protection certifications out there. And just, just do a poll, don't take my word for it, just do a poll on the, um, the job boards out there on LinkedIn and the numerous vacancies that are available within the privacy profession and look at what certifications recruiters are looking for, and that will give you an idea of what's valued within the profession. Undoubtedly, the top, the top certification are those offered by the IAPP. In no particular order, I've seen some questions um, here. It's which to do first, yeah. CIPPE, CIPM, CIPT. Well, which, which job would you like to do? CIPPE is more, I mean, if you are if you are a lawyer looking to bri- uh, to break into privacy, that would be a great first step. You know, it talks about the history and the regulations and the principles and how they can be applied. If you're operational, then CIPM, that tells you how to implement a privacy program. And if you're technical and you come from a more of a security and risk background, then do the CIPT. But, but every day of the week, I would recommend these three qualifications. Right? Be careful; there are many of the qualifications out there, especially those that are looking to certify you. And I'm, I'm not being judgmental at all, but those that are cert- looking to certify you as a DPO. Um, I don't come across um, job adverts where you need to be a certified DPO. There are a couple that I would recommend. One is, again, from the IAPP. They've got an excellent certified DPO qualification, and that's internationally recognized. Uh, And for the remainder, um, do your research, reach out to the privacy community, get their views, and find out what's truly valued.
2: So, yes, uh, as we have uh, found out, not all certifications are created equal. Your best bet is to go for something such as an IAPP uh, qualification. Um, So talking about the industry itself, is it an industry that is evolving and getting bigger? Um, So people who are thinking about going into the industry, will they be getting jobs
3: most definitely, Jamila. The I've I've seen exponential growth year on year within the uh, within the profession. I mean, privacy is a profession now, and it's um, it's seeing double digit growth each and every year. For those of us uh, that were fortunate enough you know to have uh, to have joined over a decade, again, we're we're in a great position. But uh, as um, to here, who's only been in the industry two months, has already come in as a as a management level position, that's an you know an indication of the the demand within the industry. At the moment, I see demand outstripping supply of talented uh, and suitably qualified and passionate candidates. Right? Um, regulations are unabating; they're changing. There's always new guidelines being um, being given by you know uh, bodies such as the EDPB at the moment in europe the situation is becoming even more complex with a a variety of different acts being uh coming into in, into play now the uh the various digital market acts within the eu so privacy is is here to stay it's being rolled out across the globe i think it's in currently in about 77 to 80 percent of jurisdictions uh across the globe and as it's rolled out to each of these jurisdictions, skill sets are in short supply. So, for example, the Middle East is completely greenfield at the moment, and they're looking for talent globally. Right. So, if you are qualified and you feel, you know, uh, like um, that you've got the the passion and the knowledge, but are lacking the um, the the, con- the kind of um, the confidence to apply locally, then look internationally. Look at look at greenfield sites and where they, you know, the the skill sets are in. Short supply, and not only are the are the um, the roles increasing in terms of number of roles out there, but the actual salary is increasing as well. So you know, with with him moving from being working in a family restaurant and and then going on to Uber, then you know, attracting a very good salary for being uh, a privacy manager. I'm not advocating that he leave, but within a year, he will be getting he will be getting um, you know emails and sort of connections from recruits saying you know would you be open to having a conversation about uh, you know for for a more a more senior role so there's a multitude yeah. of roles that are out there for all levels of privacy professionals and and you can specialize in a in a certain domain you know that you, you can you know for um for our colleagues who are in um um who are in information security there's, there's a whole field of privacy that focuses on Encryption, pseudonymization, anonymization, scrambling, data masking. It's a very niche skill set. So if you are coming from information security or technical, privacy by design and default is one of the, you know the main tenets of uh, data privacy. So apply your already you, the skill sets you already have to that element of, of data privacy and became become a very niche skilled individual. Within that domain,
2: you've mentioned uh InfoSec, and we've had a couple of questions on InfoSec. Yep. So, um, mainly is it important to have knowledge of InfoSec, um, to enter data privacy
3: roles, or is it no, kind of a niche y- thing? You can come from any background. Uh, you asked earlier whether you know law would be advantageous, mm-hmm. yes, if you wanted to focus on policies, procedures, uh, on the uh, transparency and on the contractual side. Of data privacy, a law background will be hugely advantageous. So, I can't draft uh, data processing agreements. I don't have the skill set and, and the legal background. Um, but some of my team members do. Mm-hmm. So, I will always go to the team and that that small skill on that. When I have a client that has a uh, this this questions asked here about um, cloud architecting and cloud migration, right? if i have a requirement from a client about the security controls that need to be implemented as a result of the data privacy regulations i'll go over to that individual with that skill set and they're bringing that skill set with them from information security but the skill sets that you have you can either bring and focus on on those or you can continue to develop and it is important to always continue your growth mindset beyond your certifications right? Because yeah. the industry is moving so rapidly that you can't just rely on what you knew last year, right? As we're moving into, you know, different forms of uh, encryption, right? Uh, quantum computing, advances in artificial intelligence, advances in data analytics, data warehousing, data lakes, right? Organizations yeah. now are monetizing data. With that comes huge privacy implications, yeah. So understand what organizations are doing, right? You can't just say, well, I learned privacy three years ago. I'm going to apply the privacy principles. You have to be able to apply them today for modern organizations and the way they're moving. Otherwise, your, your career will be stagnant. LinkedIn is a phenomenal source of knowledge. Build your brand on LinkedIn no matter where you are in your career. Don't mm-hmm. be shy. Right? Mistakes happen. Fail fast. Learn quickly. Yeah uh present your point of view Privacy professionals are very busy so if there's a new regulation that's come out and you want to enter the and, and you're fairly new and you've got a little bit of time in your hands mm-hmm. go onto linkedin present your point of view every yeah. day i'm i'm learning something new from from something that's been put onto linkedin by one of my peers that has condensed a new regulation right? yeah. and made it very easy for me to absorb that so i can pass that knowledge on to others
0: thank you um, bye before we wrap up, Jamila, I want to say from the bottom of my heart, thank you so much for coming and being such a lovely person. It's been an absolute pleasure and honour to hear your thoughts, and the fact that you've actually given up two hours of your life to help strangers that you've never met before—I mean, just seeing names on the channel—is um, a testament to you as a gentleman. So, thank you so much. May you be rewarded for everything that you do. And if people want to connect with you,
3: what is the best way for them to reach out to you? I'm on LinkedIn. Uh, please connect with me and if I can assist in any way please reach out to me I may not always be able to get back to you straight away but I will engage uh, and and I'll insist in, in any way possible
1: if you enjoyed this episode be sure to subscribe like and share so you're notified when a new episode is released
0: remember to join the privacy pros academy facebook group where we answer your questions
1: Thank you so much for listening. I hope you're leaving with some great things that will add value on your journey as a world-class privacy pro.
0: Please leave us a four or five star review.
1: And if you'd like to appear on a future episode of our podcast
0: or have a suggestion for a topic you'd like to hear more about,
1: please send an email to team at Until
0: next time, peace be with you.